bonus episode of Hit Different. We're going to do a smash out of Tight 25 with Jess Rapiro and Milo Eastwood. Feel the energy in the room go up. Hey-o. Oh, my God. Yes. It's wild in here. It's, it's, Stop it, Mikey. It's, it's we're wilding out like Luka Doncic, Game yeah. 7. Tell us, Jess, when you were a, a youngster, yeah. what's the first pieces of music and whether and the visual rep- representation of this and just but just music that, that grabbed you first that grabbed me first mm. well the record player my mm. auntie's record player my dad's record player and the television rage so on saturday mornings you know my dad would tape rage on friday nights so we'd mm. always have to watch it on saturday and sunday tape it. yes and G. then he'd alphabetically you know oh, he'd date it he had like hundreds and hundreds of videotapes and if you put them out of order he'd know and he'd be fucking angry <laughs> i reckon Who's somebody out the there would pay some good money for those tapes yeah. now that's yeah. a that's Great. a clever move from your yeah. dad so that's that was that was his thing that was you know uh, and besides that we listened to cantonese pop music the chopsticks they they sing in cantonese they do cover songs of famous songs so that was you know the washing the car music and then sunday night music was like the Rat Pack, like Dean Martin and, you know, um, whoever else that was. Uh, In yeah. terms of that vibe, I recently came across a great playlist. Ambrose from King Gizzard and the Murlocs yep. created a playlist called Ambrose's Pasta Playlist. Ooh. That's on Spotify. That nice. is made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like music to eat pasta by and it's full of that sort of... Uh, Tony Bennett. Yeah, yeah, that, that. Sort of, that sort of Sunday yeah. night dinner energy. Just stay up, heads up if anybody's wanting wanting a good dose of that. I'll check it out. Sunday night dinner energy. It, it sounds so cool when you say it. I know we swear Pasta, pasta. Jess, do you remember a particular video on Rage that the visual grabbed you first and potentially the song came later? Because that, that sort of like early childhood Rage energy, sometimes there's like a certain colour on screen that draws you through. The first thing that comes into my mind is Salt Water. What is that song by? Julian Lennon? Yes. Yeah. What was that song Environmental called? Environmental music. It was called oh, it's in yeah. my mind. What salt, was it? Salt Water Wells. It was just called Salt Water. Salt Water. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't even remember I the... have lived for love. <laughs> But now it's not enough Keep going. because the world I love is dying and now I'm crying. Yeah. Time is not a friend, no, no friend, friend of mine. Because yeah, yeah. friends were out of time. Yeah, yeah fucking jam. That was yeah. he had two hits. He had um, oh god, it's got it's got the word yesterday's in the title. No, it's, it's a Julian Leonard song. He had a real fucking big punchy. Thank you, my life. Really? Yeah, yeah. He had two jams. Saltwater was amazing. It was a proper okay. um. It's a proper moment for him. Right, yeah. And the other one was... The other song was the by the Utah Saints when they did that um, remix of Kate Bush's um, Cloud Busting. Yeah. So Incredible. good. So good. Every little moment. Can um, I say how unfortunate it is that when you type in Julian Lennon into Google, the first thing that comes up is his rendition of Imagine, not <laughs> his own oh, music. Yeah. I mean, like... The curse of being the child of a beetle. Totally. It's just, it's it's hard out there. What about Paul McCartney's son? What's his name? Jamesy. Oh my goodness! Have you seen Have you seen the video of Paul shouting him out on uh, UK television? Yes. Mm. Oh <laughs> poor, no! Poor old, poor old uh, James <laughs> McCartney goes on a morning talk show to promote his new single, and they they do a good job of not talking about Paul for maybe a good oh, thirty seconds, so and then they throw to a. Uh, they throw to a video of Paul McCartney just being the most daddiest, embarrassing right. dad. Hey, Jamesy, Rocket Man. <laughs> Rocket Man. He's and you just see his son die a little bit inside. And I think in that moment you realise that his James's childhood would have involved inviting friends around to jam and 
Paul absolutely walk into the room and go like, hey guys, can I jump on and play a song with you? And everyone's and then, saying yes, and everyone's like, yes, bro, yes, please. <laughs> and James got like, oh my God, dad, fuck off. Yeah, it'd yeah. be so hard to have the coolest dad in the world and also the daggiest dad in the world at the same time. Yeah, Paul McCartney, simultaneously the coolest and the daggiest, which I yep. think what makes him great. Yeah, yeah. The Julian Leonard song was just really much too late for, too late for goodbyes. Much too late. Oh, goodbyes. Nope, deaf ears. I cannot remember that. Nope, only salt water wilts in my eyes. Yeah. Anyway, we got sidetracked there. No, Back to rage. Back to rage. Back to early childhood for yes. Jess Ribeiro. Yeah, well, uh, what else? I bought a TV for $5 at a garage sale when I was a teenager and I rem- so I could watch Rage on my own in the nighttime. You know, that thing where it's like, let's stay up until oh, midnight yeah. and then we're going to... one more song. Yeah, yeah. one more video. Yes, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, we just have to see what the next one is. And I remember for the first time seeing a song by PJ Harvey called Dry. Mm. Dress. No, dress. Dress. Yes. Okay. Dress. How does it go? Um, I'm putting on my dress. I'm going out dancing. How does it go? How does it go? You can sing it I'm for putting us. on my dress. I'm going out dancing. Awesome. And anyway, there's really bad... Um, there's, well, it's fantastic violin in it. Mm. And as Milo would know, having the Steiner background, uh, you take up an instrument. I took up violin. What did you do? I got given the viola. Oh, legend. I, so, like, I <laughs> changed I, I changed schools for about grade three, grade four, and the orchestra had already been established by the time I arrived at my new school. And uh, I got put in the viola section, of which there was only one other student in there. And, uh, I mean, look, the viola's great now. Shout-outs to Tamil Rojan making viola cool again for... You know, spiritual the last viola record. 10, 15 years or whatever. Yeah, mm. spiritual viola indeed. But back then we didn't have a Tamil, well, at least around my age group, making it cool. Is a viola like being an alto singer? It's like if you're not a soprano, because like a soprano singer, you're high. If you're like a tenor or a bass, you're low. Alto's in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Viola's mm. the same. You're not a cello, you're not a violin. In hindsight, it's actually far more of an enjoyable instrument mm. to listen to on its own. Yeah. I'm mm. sure the practice that I did at home sounded a hell of a lot better than my uh, violin compadres right. on the other side of the room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you said you were a violin person. So I played the violin. And I played it really badly because of my um, personal learning difficulties. Um, I was okay. Just couldn't concentrate for very long periods of time. Didn't really ever know what, still don't know what's going on. Uh, Yeah, violin. So when I saw the song Dress, they had Mm. violin in it. And still to this day, I listen to it and I think, this is one of the greatest songs of all time. The song Mm. is called Dress by Mm. PJ Harvey. It's in black and white. Because my television was black and white, Mm -hmm. I thought it was just the TV. Mm. But it's the the film clip is in black and white. Mm -hmm. And the violin playing was really inspiring because it was just, it sounded so shitty. And Mm. I was like, this is so cool. This is like the beginning of my musical adventure. You don't have to be good to play an instrument. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen PJ play live? Ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? I uh, can't really remember. So, okay, no, I'll tell you. Oh, my God, I was in Barcelona. <laughs> Should I tell you? Hopefully not. Yeah, okay, so I went, I was staying at Mikavi's family's house in Europe and I tagged along with them, so the, the entourage, you know. Was, it, was he group. your band yeah, he at was, the time? Yeah, That's right. so, yeah, so this was yeah. a few years ago, yeah. And so I was so excited because, you know, I got to go backstage with them all and mm. like, okay. So I'll tell you this. Oh, my goodness. I hope no one wholesome listens. And anyway, so I went with them and then um, Mick, like, you know, so then the PJ Harvey band were getting ready backstage and Mm. I decided to slip out into the crowd so that I could watch 
the man from who's he, what's his name? Brian, the guy from the Beach Boys. Brian Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I was going to watch Brian him play. Brian Wilson was there? So I went out there oh, yeah. to watch him and, of course, there was an Australian person in the crowd and they slipped me some acid Fantastic. and I ate it yeah. and then there was Neil Finn's son there, gave me this big joint and I was so smashed <laughs> and I went backstage and then Polly came out and said, tea time. And I was like, <laughs> I said, and, and I didn't want anyone to see me in this state. Mm. So I ran off out into the crowd and I was like, I can't go backstage and I mm. cannot be near those people. And then I watched her perform on stage and I started to trip out really hard. And Good trip. Um, it was fantastic. It was, oh, it was, it was okay. Um, but when I watched them, they were, it was when she did that album, what was the one that came after Let England Shake? Yeah, Whatever yeah. it was, yeah, the yeah, Demolition yeah. Project something, I don't know. But they, their instruments were like weapons and I had this, I was like, oh my God, they're spiritual initiates, they're guardians of the earth. I had this huge, I had a big this whole scenario going yeah. on. Yeah, and then the thousands of it's people like were like this great ocean wave. Yeah, I've never done drugs ever since then. That was years ago, by the way. The Hope Six Demolition Project. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah, and um, it was incredible. And I, yeah, I mean, and then I was so ashamed of myself because I was, you know, you had a great moment. I had a great. That is something called the Ministry of Defence, and there's so no wonder you're getting the asses taking you yeah, to this like so weapon it did. place. Yeah, and did you have a bit that. of an energy of that. Yeah, yeah, they were like, yeah, they were guardians of the earth. They, they were peaceful soldiers played, or something. She played on the same day as Sugar Mountain. I went to Sugar Mountain yeah. and it was at the City My Music Bowl. And I remember Marcus Teague went along, and he, and everyone else that went to that show said it was. It reminded you how good live music could be because they came out on stage like one at a time, mm. kind of in in a formation, mm. kind of like in a, in a, like a, in a in a row, almost quite military. Yes, and they and they each had like their spots they had to hit. It was so well choreographed. It was just it sounded like it was it just was another so level. Well like it sounded like PJ Harvey just going to the extra level. Yeah. she was going to headline Sugar Mountain, and then an, a new tour manager slash promoter came along and said. Actually, you could probably sell out the music bowl yeah. yourself. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to go do that then. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm pissed off that I didn't see it. I think um, I saw that one too. I reckon you probably did. Yeah. I did hear it though. So I went to um, uh, Oya Festival in Norway and I got there and I partied during the day and then my jet lag caught up with me. And I, I went backstage and there's a lot to be said about enjoying music with your eyes closed really fucking loud. I felt like I was on stage with them and I was there. Someone gave me a, a cup of tea. It wasn't Polly. And I closed my eyes and I listened to the, like in this sort of half in and out jet lag state. I enjoyed it, the show so much. Mm. Like I felt like it was just all around me because yes. it was so loud. It was just yeah. on stage. Yeah. So, yeah, Good it's sound. underrated. Underrated actually yeah. listen, listening to that and hearing the banter and feeling the crowd's energy. Uh, it was really yeah. cool. I think that's part of the beauty of going to shows at places like Hamer Hall and the Opera House when you are sort of in that sort of environment where it is okay to put your head back and close your eyes mm. a little bit and obviously not get kicked out by security for having a nap. Yeah. Totally. I went to the opera the other day. That was Hell yeah. an experience. Mm. I want to go to the opera. Yeah. yeah. you can. We can. We can go together. Great. I would love that. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. Diner kids yeah. throwing down. <laughs> I know. The opera. Yeah. I went to the Avalanches two nights ago in, in Adelaide. How was that? That was fucking amazing. I got flown over there by uh, Illuminate and recruited for the age. Very, very lucky boy. And the last 10 minutes of that since I left you record, because it's with Adelaide Symphony mm. Orchestra, is super what? dreamy. Yeah, it was super dreamy and super just this, all this sort of reverie. So people looked around, everyone, pretty much everyone, was just last few minutes were just closing their eyes, closing their eyes. Oh, and then it finished. And just as the show finished, just one guy goes, that was fucking awesome. Yes! And the whole crowd was just like, <laughs> yes. Like, hey, was it like, outdoors? No, it was inside the Adelaide Entertainment Centre. 3,000 people. Okay. 
all super getting into it. The spot fires of getting... dancing, breaking out, but mainly everyone just sitting down and enjoying it. And, right. you know, you're crazy in the coconut. And sometimes a paradox. Wow. Like all those things along the way. Very cool. Simply yeah, getting right. So it it cool. needs to punch a little harder. Okay. Like that's probably the only criticism that yeah. it, the drums could have punched a bit harder yeah. and like could have been a little bit louder. A bit um, hard when you've got an orchestra. Yeah. Very hard to like to imagine balancing all those, mm. those EQs. Um, what... Back to your good back self. Back on track. Back on track. And I've got another 10 minutes of this wonderful show to go. Um, the next thing that kind of comes along for you, Jess, and uh, and sort of invigorates you. So we're moving beyond rage, beyond the Rat Pack on, on Sunday night, sort of into your teens. Let's talk about uh, – so, you Sex, know – baby. So yeah, that was a great song. Loved that song. That was so good. Uh, my neighbor's music because yes. I was like bound to my family's music. Mm. I think the people across the road – the man across the road was into the doors. My dad was right. not into the doors. So I went through an, a, a stage where I was probably about nine or ten and I was obsessed with Jim Morrison and I Good. could recite all of his poetry. Understandably. Yeah. What a babe. Yeah. yeah. So cool. And I had this friend called Daniel Ferris. He's still my friend. I think mm. he works for the AFL. He's like he trains all of the football players and it's so funny to see him because him and I still have this like secret little remember when we used to play like yeah. the doors together. Oh, I love it. And you know, he would pretend that he was Jim and I'd pretend I was Pam. It was pretty we, we, we were in primary school. God, it's fine. You know. Cool. And now and he's like this big, huge footy guy with like a big beard and like he's a big AFL man. Mm. You would not think he would be into the doors, mm, I guess. Mm, mm. Anyway, so that was a moment in time mm. for music. The Rocky Horror Picture Show, that was always that was Was that in your house? It was a big one? Did you see it at the cinema? That that was like that was a record that, that I would always go to. Yep. Um Did you ever go to one of the screenings and dress up and Throw things around the theater. I've always wanted to do that. I know. Can we do that? Let's do that. Yeah. No, I have never. We should. It's going to be quite the night. Rocky Horror to to the opera. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, tripping out to no drugs. Yes, no drugs. Producer Courtney, please compile a list of things we've said that we (laughs) might do during this episode. We'll all do. Yeah. In the show notes, please. And then other music. What about other music? What are we talking about? Yeah. So so Rocky Horror comes. Rocky Horror. That was early. That was on. I'm going like back and forth. We're not going in chronological order. We we can pick it up chronologically now. So first concerts that you went to that really affected you. Okay. I'll tell you. When I saw Magic Dirt perform for Mm. the first time, it was at the Coffs Harbour Vans Warped Tour and Mm. I was probably like 14, 15. Mm. Smoking a pack of holiday cigarettes that some (laughs) kid had. Oh, yes. You know, they were like (laughs) $4.95 for a pack of 20 and fucking tasted like shit. But, you know, you had to do it. But he looks cool, Jess. It looks looks so cool. Yeah, so cool. Dirty, smoky, boozy band back then It was so inspiring. I'd never seen a woman... With like a sexy woman with tattoos, mm. she came out on stage. She was smoking a cigarette and she had a can of beer in her hands. Mm. And I was like, "This is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Yep. I want to do that. Yep. I want to smoke ciggies and drink beers and look cool and play." Yep. I mean, you know, obviously my um, Adelita Magic Dirt dreams took a different path, but you're uh, on your own path. Yeah, I'm on my own path. Yep. So that was like really that was a formative moment. I remember you coming me. out at Meredith on the Sunday going, Oh, I think I need a wee. <laughs> That's oh, one of the first things you really? said on stage. Yeah, you go, yeah, you, came right. out. you did a song, you're like, 
really need to wee. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, so, so rock and roll. So rock and roll. I need to wee. I need to wee, oh, please. I need to wee. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, also, so you saw that. What else did you see that day? Any other bands? What else did I see that day? Well, that that I saw other stuff, but I was just That like, was the one oh. that you, you that was That out. was, yeah, that was the moment for me where I was like, Did you want to play rock amazing. and roll music after that? Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to play rock and roll did you music after it? that. I dabbled in it. Um, you know, I came from a small town. It was, uh, yeah, it was lots of dabbling. Um, yeah, and what else? Other bands? Because before that, the only live music band that I'd seen was the Beardy Brothers, who were a band of men who all had beards. And really? They, this is, this yeah. is before the band The Beards. Yeah, this and is before The Beards. There's also Beardy Man. Okay, right so. The Beards. Beatbox guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These were five yeah. men. They all had beards. They lived on a street called Beardy Street and they sang Roy Orbison songs and I thought they were the best thing. I didn't even Beardy know. Beardy Street, was that real? That Yeah, Beardy Street is a place in my hometown and they sang Roy Orbison songs and when I heard Roy Orbison, I was like, oh, oh Roy's playing Beardy Brothers songs. <laughs> bless. You know? Yeah, bless. That's amazing. A little bit confused. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, listen to me. I'll, 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 I'll try and do it properly, but the song Work. We've got a lot, a lot, a lot oh, of work to do. Yeah. The Roy obviously. Today I'm working for the, working yeah, for the man. for the man. Oh, man. I can imagine big beardy dudes doing that. Yeah. Um, and then when did you sort of move? Because you were living, where were you living at the time? So so I grew up in, in regional New South Wales. Mm-hmm. Then when I got old enough, we would catch the train to Sydney. We'd go to the big day out. We'd yep. go to... Festivals. Can we get a formative big day out yeah, memory out yeah, of you? Yeah, my mind, Oh man, I don't know. Gosh, you There was yeah. like what a formative moment. At just, the, just anything with the big oh, day out that jumps out. Oh, nine oh, inch yeah. nails. Yeah, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, and the, you know, I think maybe the Red Hot Chili Peppers played before Nine Inch Nails. And Same people day. were getting crushed, yep. and my friend got her ribs crushed, and we didn't know where she went. And mm. also the Chemical Brothers. I remember being. Oh my god. Inside, Dope. yeah, totally. Oh that was like that was an amazing. That was experience. Hey boy, hey girl. Oh yeah, that was yeah. Early yes. days of yeah. the big day out yeah. introducing electronic oh acts goodness. as well. Yeah. The I think I had a the real boiler room, Milo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, the boiler the OG. room. Oh the OG. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Unreal. good. And uh, dancing to tell us to take us back to Nine Inch because that was such a dangerous band to watch. You know, I saw I saw an alternative nation, and my ribs were just like that. Started close to. My, my oh. ribs just like oh <laughs> shit! Like it was, it was genuinely scary. I'm like right. this, this is the the loudest I've ever had. My body, my whole faculties were being affected. So and cool. so that day, nine inch nails. You're worried about your friend, but you're also well. They've got yeah. they're gone. I don't even know where they you're are. Just loving it. I didn't know until afterwards. You know, they'd yeah. already been crushed and thrown over the sides <laughs> in, in the ambulance. And they were fine. They were fine. We made it. See yeah. you later at the in train the ambulance? station. Did they, did they, did they, did they, oh no? yeah, got some oxygen. Had a lie down. Okay, cool. Um, and then came back. You know, yeah, came back for more. Yeah, it was yeah. a different time. Yeah, it was a different. Were you into nine inch before that, or was yeah. it? Like, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, we had really limited access to cool music. Like, I meet all yeah. of these cool music Melbourne people. You know, Melbourne, Melbourne kids on the street. Mm-hmm. All these. It's so cool. You're all so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I I romanticize about getting. I remember Hit Machine sixteen. You know, summer eighty nine. Something holding something in your hand and seeing the track listing. I wish my kids had that. I wish they they were given a, like you have to listen to it in this order, and these are the songs. And some of the songs you hate now, you're yes. going to love one day. You know, and, the, and like Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Oh, this is that cool enough? And like, of course it is. It's fucking Bon Jovi. Living, like all those things you go through as, as a kid, where you have to. It's kind of prescribed. It's almost like 
Steiner School. And like, oh no, it's kind of the opposite, isn't it? It's like, it's like, it's just like, it's it's like, it's like school. It's like this, this is your curriculum. Is this this album of eighteen songs that have been chosen by, yes. you know, Warner Warner Music or whoever? Yeah. So I'd love compilations to come back, that kind of thing. Yeah, cool compilations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So Chemical Brothers, cool. So big day out, excellent. Yeah. So moving on, what's the next? Who's the next person you see live, or or the next thing you listen to, which helps you sort of go, oh, that's something I I want to do. That's something that I want to do. I mean. One of the really embarrassing moments of like wanting to. It's not embarrassing, embarrassing. Yeah, no, it's here. not embarrassing. Okay, great. No, we're not DJing 40th in South No. I mean, so I think when I was a teenager, Friends or Rom came to town. They came to, you know, I went to a Catholic school before I got kicked out of the Catholic school. Mm. And Friends or Rom came and played at the little town hall and they drove, you know, in their white combi van mm. from Sydney. And, you know, they let us hang out with them and smoke ciggies and drink orange and vodka, you know, before the show. That was another moment where I was like, I'm going to grow up and have a van and smoke ciggies, drink orange and vodka and um, drive around, play music, yeah, yeah, in a punk band, whatever this is, whatever kind of music this is, I don't even care what music this is. Sponge. This is, that's right, the sponge, yeah, yeah, the sponge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't call me the sponge for nothing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that was cool. Another moment was Annie DeFranco. Mm, mm. Like when I was what? Absolute force of nature. In my early, I don't think I was 20, maybe I was 20, and I saw Annie DeFranco perform. Mm. I went by myself and I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was, you know. Yeah, it stays with you at Annie DeFranco. I've seen her once at Blues Fest, I think, before right. Bob Dylan. Yeah. And it was oh, just yeah, yeah, startling. Right. You know, yeah, because she was fiercely independent and like, you know, very kind of um, strong female role model. And I mm. guess that was something as a teenager, discovering female music, like, you know, uh, yeah, female music for myself that mm. was separate to my dad because it was, I mean, my dad was, he's into lots of women Kate Bush, yep, you know Blondie. Yep. I mean, they're they're cool. I I, I love of those people. Oh my god, Kate Bush is still probably the coolest person. Oh, hello, in the world. yeah, I don't know totally. Who's Kate oh my Bush god, elusive and cool, elusive yeah. and cool. Very good. Uh, we always ask at the end of the episode, music that hit different for you recently, and we go around the class. Uh, I'm saying Radio by the Avalanches was the song two nights ago that was the first ooh moment at at, at the uh, at the concert. Uh, and it was just like this reminder of how much that drop is just super yo-yo bass lines that are zigzagging around. Fucking awesome from the from the first record. So that's the thing, the thing that I'm going back to at the moment to give me power while my twisted knee does not heal. Uh, Jess? I love Aldous Harding's new album. Yeah, cool. Took yeah. a couple of listens. Did it? It's cool. Yeah. People are like saying that. I saw I'm that still not got... there with it. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I want to be. I love Aldous two bits. I love it. And yeah. I, I'm so surprised that people aren't loving it as much as her previous record. I think it's mm. so good. Mm. Also, Smile. Do you know Smile? The, the Smile? The new the Tom smile. York? Yeah. The new Tom York. Hello. Tony Greenwood. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the There's other one song. Is it called Smoke? I don't know what it's called, mm. but I love it. I love it. It's I can really, listen to it on repeat. Record. It's so cool. I haven't listened to the it's whole album. It's just like a new Radiohead album. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, I was like. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we, we can all say this. We can all agree. This yeah. is basically a new Radiohead album. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, whew, okay, good. Yeah, we all agree. I think it's the yeah, it's what's called. But is that the same? Do do do. The smoke. The yeah. smoke. Yeah. Oh, such a great track. Yeah. And how about you, Milos? I'm having a uh, renaissance with uh, the Norwegian duo Kings of Convenience at the moment. Oh yeah. I um 
I used to love them a lot. Actually, when their record came out last year, I listened to them for like a good week and a half and thrashed it. But there's something about recently, I've just wanted something that's sort of like a little bit of a step back. Yep. And there's something about the combination and both of those guys' voices that just work so beautifully with each other. Mm. And um, yeah, all their music just has this sort of like beautiful, calming feeling to it. Mm. And uh, yeah, I've just been rinsing that a lot at home, which I think says a lot about the uh, kind of headspace I've been in, trying to yep. chill it out a little bit over winter, you know, yep. get my autumnal vibes on. Yep. The kings and, uh, of convenience. Kings of convenience. We love it. They're really, really? wonderful. Okay, yeah. I'm going to look them up. And also, what about the band Dry Cleaning? Have you heard yeah. them? Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't like mind. That. I don't love them, but I don't mind it. I don't love them. Yeah. Because they, it's a real Melbourne thing at the moment. People are frothing oh, really? on them hard. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Oh, God, I can't sure. believe I'm so in sync with everyone. That's so <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, it's finally happened. This is the cool kid on the street. The no, way. I'm not the cool kid. I know nothing. No, we, but now I'm part of it. All we right, ordain great. you. Okay, oh, great. Just, Thanks, cool kid. I'm also, I'm, yeah, I'm also having a bit of a shoegaze moment. Just like big wall of sound energy. Just sort of like chucking on little playlists here and there and just trying to find more of it that I like as well. Mm. At a big old listen to... Oh, it's not even new anymore. Just whatever that slow dive album was that they mm-hmm. came back with like a good 10, 15 years. I think it was self-titled actually. I think it yes. was called Slow Dive. Did Errol Elkin yeah. Uh, produce it? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, just every track on that is just that's, I'm gonna listen to that, huge that today, man. That's sounds. Yeah, I am too. I'm just if, following them now. If you're looking for something to just completely wash over you. Okay. Just, mm. Yeah. I mean, their old stuff's great. It's like iconic. It's legendary. But something about the album that they released maybe five years ago now that mm. just, yeah. It's timeless, isn't it? It's yeah. different, if you will. You've said it, baby. It's different. Milo, the boy wonder, bringing his A-game as always. Thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, we've enjoyed hanging out together in a, I wouldn't call it a balmy environment. <laughs> Green and welcoming. And Jess, thanks so much for, for giving us your time today because time is the most precious thing to give to each other. So really, really dig it. Oh, Thank my you so pleasure. much, you lovely thing. Thank you. I've been Mikey Carl. We will see you next week. Spread the word about Hit Different. Thank you. We love you in very particular ways. Mm-hmm.